Thank you for joining us today. We hope God speaks to you. We hope dreams come alive and faith is ignited so you can impact the world and those around you for God's kingdom. Enjoy the message. All right, City Place Church, man, there is nothing like the presence of the Lord. Again, if this is your first time hanging out with us, welcome to City Place Church today. My name is Damon. I have the privilege and honor of being the senior pastor along with my wife, Taisha, of City Place Church, and we welcome you today. If this is your first time here, or maybe you've been hanging out for three weeks, we welcome you to City Place this morning. Uh, if you just hopping on, I want to remind you to take our three-week challenge. Our three-week challenge is where we invite you to engage with City Place for three straight weeks to see if this could potentially be a community that you wanna grow with. And so welcome home this morning. If you have your Bibles, we're gonna to go to 1 Corinthians chapter 11. I'm gonna read a little bit, give some thoughts, and then we're gonna uh, worship the Lord uh, by pausing to remember. So uh, if you haven't done so yet, maybe you're just popping on, you wanna grab some juice today and you wanna grab some bread uh, just to pause to take communion. And welcome, welcome to our our Vista Lakes campus, uh, we, we don't have a permanent location just yet, so we gather uh, in a local school here in Orlando, Florida. We, we turn this whole building around on Sunday mornings and you wouldn't even know that you were inside of a school. And so God's been really, really good. First Corinthians chapter 11, you can find today's message notes, cityplacechurch.com backslash notes. Here we go. First Corinthians chapter 11 says this in verse 17. Now, in giving these instructions, I do not praise you. This is Paul writing to the church of Corinth or the people of Corinth. I do not praise you since you come together, not for the better, but for the worse. For first of all, when you come together as a church, I hear that there are divisions among you. And in part, I believe it. For there must also be factions among you that those who are approved may be recognized among you. Therefore, when you come together in one place, it is not to eat the Lord's Supper. For in eating, each one takes his own supper ahead of others, and one is hungry and another is drunk. What? Do you not have houses to eat and drink in? Or do you despise the church of God and shame those who have nothing? What shall I say to you? Shall I praise you in this? I do not praise you. For I received from the Lord that which I also delivered to you. That the Lord Jesus, on the same night in which he was betrayed, took bread. And when he had given thanks, he broke it and said, take, eat. This is my body, which is broken for you. Do this in remembrance. Somebody say remembrance of me. In the same manner, he also took the cup after supper saying this, cup is a new covenant of my blood. This do as often as you drink it in remembrance, somebody say remembrance, of me. For as often as you eat this bread and drink this cup, you proclaim the Lord's death till he comes. This morning, I thought that we would just pause for a moment to make sure that we don't forget about Jesus. I thought that we would take a few minutes this morning to make sure that we don't forget about Jesus. Last week, we talked about not forgetting. We talked about remembering. We talked about amnesia. And this morning, I want to make sure that we don't forget about Jesus. Paul says, hey, listen, 
You are the church of Jesus, but you're acting contrary. I liked how he said you gather as a church, but you're individuals when you show up and you're losing the sight of why you came. He said you, you, you get the sacraments and you have this moment where you're supposed to gather around and remember Jesus, but you've turned it into a house party. He said you're, you're getting drunk with the sacraments and you're eating the sacraments as if you were hungry. If you're hungry, do that at home. But remember, it's all about Jesus when you gather. He said you get together and uh, some are have this division over here and then you got this little sect and click over here and you get together and then you forget that it's all about Jesus. You, you're, you're doing your own thing. You got your own little groups. You might have Team Jesus jersey on, but when you get together, you're not even thinking about him. And he says, when you gather around the elements that's sacred, it should always be focused on Jesus. So I thought that this morning our focus would be let's not forget Jesus. Let's not forget Jesus. I was thinking about this week and I was thinking that uh, we have to be careful to make sure that we don't forget about the savior of the world. And we don't forget about the one who died on the cross for us. I actually was thinking about this. Jesus is not in the religion business. Jesus came, Jesus came to offer you and I eternal life. He's not in the religion business. He's, he, he's not in just use my name so that you can get X done for your sake. Like, don't just use my name to say you're a part of the group. Like, don't just use your name to say that you are a part of Christianity. Don't just use my name just because like I'm not in the religion business. I'm in the eternal life business. And if you're not careful, you'll forget me. If you and I aren't careful, we'll forget about Jesus. And so this morning, as we are heading into the fall months of the year, September's here, summer is winding down, even though the weather here in Florida is still hot. We got to make sure that we don't forget about Jesus. The reason why we gather on the weekend is not so that you and I could have a cool time together, which we will. Not so that you can hear a life giving message, which you will. Not so that the music that we listen to in this place. will be thumping and bumping, which it will. But it's all about Jesus. Lord forbid if we have a church that's void of Jesus. Paul said you gather together and you've got your thought process and you got this click and you, you come into God's house to have a party. But you forget about the one who should be worshipped. So this morning we are not going to forget about Jesus. We're actually going to remember Jesus. I wrote this down. Jesus didn't come. and I said this during Easter that Jesus didn't come to make bad people good. He came to give spiritually dead people a chance to experience real life. Jesus didn't come to make you and I good. He came so that you and I being once spiritually dead. And if you're watching today and you're hanging out here at City Place Church. And you realize that. You're away from God. You could be spiritually dying and not knowing Jesus came for you. Lest we forget. That's not a selfish thing because he actually came for the person beside you, the one that you dislike, the one that you're in disagreement with right now. He came for them too. the one that we you and I haven't forgiven, the one that's standing in our way to achieving certain things. He came for them as well. Jesus came 
so that we can experience eternal life. He didn't just come to make us good or feel good. And Paul says, listen, this is not some sort of club that you come to. When we gather together, you form the church. And you've forgotten about why you came. Let's go to Matthew chapter 26, because Paul says that Jesus created a special moment on the same night that he was betrayed. And in Matthew, we find the account that Paul was referencing in chapter 26. And there's some things that I just want to pull out. We're going to read a lot of scripture today, but I just want to pull them out. It says this in Matthew chapter 26, verse 26. And let's pray real quick. Father, we love you today. We thank you for your presence. We thank you for your power. We thank you for your word. Jesus, we will not forget. So we take this service and mention your name above every other name. Be glorified on this last Sunday in September. In Jesus name. Amen. Matthew chapter 26, verse 26 says this. And as they were eating, this is Jesus and his disciples. Jesus took bread, blessed the bread and broke it and gave it to his disciples and said, watch now, take eat. This is my body. Then he took the cup and gave thanks and he gave it to them and said, drink from it, all of you. For this is my blood of the new covenant, which is shed for many. For the remissions, which means forgiveness of their sins. But I say to you, I will not drink of this fruit of the vine from now on until the day when I drink it new with you in my father's kingdom. And then the Bible says in verse 30, they sang a hymn and they went up to the Mount of Olives. Jesus says, hey, this is my body, which is broken for you. Jesus hadn't died right now. Jesus is literally moments and days away from being put to death. And he says, I'm going to create a moment for you that you will never forget. And in fact, I've been looking forward to this day. And when you have this moment from now until I return, do it in remembrance of me. And he says, the bread that I give you right now, I bless it. I've broken it. This is my body, which is broken for you. Go ahead and eat it. Take it. He says, take it. Take what I'm giving you. Take my sacrifice. And absorb my pain. He said, this is my body that was broken for you. Do it in remembrance of me. And then he says, the cup that you have, go ahead, go ahead, drink it. This is my blood, which will be shed for you, which will forgive all of everyone's sins. Do it in remembrance of me. And I wrote this down. If we're not careful, being truthful and matter of fact, it can be easy for you and I to forget the extreme price that Jesus paid for our salvation. Like Jesus says, to make sure that you don't forget, I'm gonna put something tangible in your hand so that you will never forget the extreme price that was paid. And he said, and before it takes place, I want you to memorialize it right now. Do not forget me or the extreme price that I paid for your salvation. Salvation is literally the gift that Jesus gave us so that we can have eternal life. Jesus didn't come to make you and I good people, which his spirit does. That's not his primary goal. His primary goal was 
for you and I to have eternal life. And the result of that is we follow Jesus and then he makes us better than we are. The fact of the matter is, if you and I aren't careful, we forget about Jesus. It can be really easy to forget about the extreme price that Jesus paid. Let's keep going in Matthew chapter 20. I'm sorry, Matthew chapter 20 says this. Watch this. Verse 27. And whoever desires to be first among you, let him be your slave. Just as the Son of Man did not come to be served, but to serve and to give his life a ransom for many. Jesus literally said, my life is being swapped out for those who are held hostage by an enemy. He says, my price redeems everybody who's been away from God the Father. We can't forget the extreme price that Jesus paid. Matthew chapter 26, let's keep reading, let's keep reading. Verse 31, it says, Then Jesus said to them, All of you will be made a stumble because of me this night. For it is written, I will strike the shepherd, and the sheep will... Well, the sheep of the flock will be scattered. But after I have been raised, I will go before you to Galilee. Peter answered and said to him, even if all are made to stumble because of you, Jesus, I will never be made to stumble. And Jesus said to him, listen, Peter, um, surely I'm going to tell you right now, dude, uh, P Peter, you, you will this night before the rooster crows, you'll deny me three times. Peter said to him, all right, listen, Jesus, I'm not trying to understand what you said. No, obviously, I'm reading this a lot different, just so y'all know. He says, Jesus, even if I have to die for you, I will not deny you. And so said all the other disciples. I wrote this down that if we're not careful, it's easy to forget who Jesus really is because he becomes common to us. Jesus is in this moment. He says, listen, this is my this is my body and this is my blood. Do this in remembrance of me. I, I want you to realize the extreme price that I'm paying for you. He looks at him. He says, I just want you to know because you hung out with me, you're going to be tested tonight. But you won't pass the test. I want you to know that I'm, I'm fully aware of it. And, and, and I want you to know the reason why I gave you my, my salvation in this moment, just letting you know what's going to take place and the gift that's available to you. I just want you to know that even in the next few moments, you're going to fall. But I, I, the reason why I led with my gift of salvation is so that you know that I still love you, that you're not going to you, you, I'm, I'm I, 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 be pushed away from me. I, I, but I just want you to know that, that y'all are going to run from me in these next few moments. Man, Jesus, please. <laughs> you crazy. You out of your mind. Now you're talking crazy. I know, I know this coming to the end, Jesus, but you acting crazy. Absolutely not. <laughs> nah, you my boy. Jesus, I ain't going to ever let you go. Listen, all these other jokers around, the other 11, <laughs> but not me. Uh -uh. Hey, stop it. See, sometimes if we... If we're not careful and we forget who Jesus really is, we'll forget that when he speaks, he speaks truth. Jesus wasn't giving him a friendship conversation. He's giving him a Lord declaration. See, let's make sure that in our 
relationship with Jesus that he doesn't become common to us. Paul said, you come to the church or, or you, you gather together, you're coming to meet God, but you made what was sacred common. You're getting drunk, you're eating the, the, the sacred as if it's your food. Do not let the savior of the world become common to you lest you forget who Jesus really is. I wrote down in Luke chapter one, he is introduced to you and I and the world as the Holy One, the Son of God, Emmanuel, God with us when he was talked about to Mary. In John chapter one, we are introduced uh, to Jesus as the word that became flesh, the light, the Lamb of God that takes away the sins of the world is what his cousin John said. In John chapter 11, verse 25, Jesus declared, I am the resurrection and the life when he was talking to Lazarus's sisters. In John chapter 14, verse 6, Jesus said, I am the way, the truth and the life. I'm the one that gets you to the father. You can't get to father God except you come through me. I am the reason why you could have eternal life. Jesus was like, this is who I am. I'm not no ordinary guy. In John chapter 15, he says, I'm the vine. In Matthew chapter 16, uh, Simon, who, uh, whose name becomes Peter, looks at him the same one I just referenced. He's like, Jesus, absolutely not. I will never deny you. He goes, you are the Christ, son of the living God. See, it can be easy to forget who Jesus really is when we become common with him. We're never supposed to be common with Jesus. Hey, homeboy, like... No, 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 no. Jesus is my friend. Jesus has been my big brother when I was a little kid. Like my mom was telling me, Jesus would be whoever you need him to be, Damon. So I would be like, Jesus, you're my big brother. Jesus is my closest friend. But I never mistake him for who he really is. If he gives me an instruction, if he gives you an instruction, we do it. If he declares something over you, we do it. Nah, Jesus, man, please. <laughs> nah, no. Lest we forget about Jesus. Jesus is not an ordinary common man. Matthew, John chapter, uh, look at Romans chapter six. Romans chapter six, I'm jumping ahead. Verse 10 says this, for the death that Jesus died, he died to sin once and for all. But the life that he lives, he lives to God. Likewise, you also reckon yourselves to be dead indeed to sin. Like, don't go back to sinning because, but be alive to God in Christ Jesus, our Lord. Verse 23, skip down there. For the wages of sin is death, but the gift of God is eternal life in Jesus Christ, our Lord. He is not an ordinary man. Forgiveness can't come through anybody else. Perfection can't come through anybody else. Success can't come through anybody else. My dreams can't be fulfilled through anybody else or any other way. Nothing that you and I can achieve can come through anybody else. Paul actually said it like this. It's in him I move. It's in him I live. And it's in him I have my being. You and I have to realize that Jesus cannot become common to us. This is Jesus. Ah. Come on, man, lest we forget Jesus. Matthew chapter 26, verse 36. Let's keep reading. Let's keep reading. 
just some thoughts to make sure that we don't forget Jesus. Verse 36, and Jesus came to them to a place called Gethsemane and said to his disciples, sit here for a while while I go. Now, remember, he just told them, y'all going y'all gonna to leave me here in a couple minutes. So he asked his disciples, come on with me. Sit here for a while while I go and pray over there. And he took with him Peter and the two sons of Zebedee. And he began to be sorrowful and deeply distressed. Oh, I love this, y'all. Y'all have to listen to this. Then he said to those three, listen to, listen to, the, listen to the friendship side of Jesus, y'all. How close can we really be to Jesus? Like, this is the reason why we have to realize, like, he is not a common man. This is Jesus. But look at how close, look at how close he wants to be to us. Listen to him, to him sharing his heart, like, in the purest form, his transparency. Look at this. Watch this. Ah. Then he said to them, my soul is exceedingly sorrowful, even unto death. Stay here and watch with me. Whoo! Lord, help me. He went a little farther and fell on his face and prayed, saying, Oh, my father, if it is possible, let this cup pass from me. Nevertheless, not as I will, but as you will. And then he came over to his disciples, those three that were with him, and found them sleeping. And he said to them, Friends, oh, Peter, what? Could you not watch with me one hour? Watch and pray lest you enter into temptation. The spirit indeed is willing to hang with me, but your flesh is weak enough to forget about me. That's just me adding on just so you know. Verse 42, again, a second time. He went away and prayed, saying, oh, my father, if this cup cannot pass away from me unless I drink it, your will be done. And he came and he found them asleep again for their eyes were heavy. And so he left them, went away and prayed the third time, saying the same words. Can you imagine, Jesus? Look, look up at me, everybody. Jesus is like, friends, I could really use your help. I could really use you hanging out with me. Can you hang with me? He goes and prays. He comes back. Oh, y'all are asleep. Stay with me. Stay with me. I know your spirit wants to be with me, but your flesh, you got to make sure that your flesh follows your spirit and not vice versa. So stay. I'm going to go and pray. Y'all keep a lookout so that you don't fall into temptation. I'm going to go pray. He goes and prays. He comes back again. And the Bible says he repeats the same prayer. God, if if you can take it, will you? No, you don't want to. I know you don't want to. God, it's your it's your will, not my will. He prays the exact same prayer three times. He goes, he comes back to, to them. They're doing this exact same thing three times. And as I was reading this, I'm like, Lord, what? There's a reason why. Let's keep reading, though. Let's keep reading. Let's keep reading. Watch. <clears throat> then he came to his disciples, verse 45. Let's go back there. Then he came to his disciples and said, are you still sleeping and resting? Behold, the hours at hand and the son of man is being betrayed into the hands of sinners. Rise, let us go. See, my betrayers are at hand. Verse 47. Watch this. And while he was still speaking, behold, Judas, one of the twelve with a multitude with swords and clubs came from the chief priests and the elders of the people. Now his betrayer had given them a sign saying, whomever I kiss, he is the one. Seize him. 
Immediately he went up to Jesus and said, greetings, rabbi, and kissed him. But Jesus said to him, friend, why have you come? Then they came, laid hands on Jesus and took him. As I was reading this, Jesus is like, oh, my soul is so sorrowful. Oh, can you please hang out with me? This is a tough night for me. And I couldn't help but think about the fact we cannot forget how close we can really be to Jesus and how he really wants to be close to us. I don't know if you've ever experienced Jesus sharing his heart to you, his joys and the things that's breaking his heart. That blew my mind. I'm like, Lord Jesus, there's so much opportunity for all of us to get so close to the son of God and hear what's on his heart, not just me sharing what's on mine or you sharing what's on yours. Will you hang with me? And they take for granted the fact that they're in his presence. I wrote it down like this. We have to make sure that we don't forget or take for granted that his presence is always with us. See, there are times in our lives where we forget and take for granted that Jesus' presence is always with us. Jesus, we going we coming. Huh? Yep, yep, yep. Go ahead, Jesus. We got you. No, no, no. We By the time they woke up, their closeness to Jesus was being pulled away. See, we have to be careful that we don't take Jesus as common. We have to make sure that we don't take for granted the extreme price that was paid when he died. We have to make sure that when he gives us moments to remember him, that it doesn't become a house party. That when we gather together for Sunday mornings, that when we we pause and we're not just doing the dishes and we're not just, uh, hey, it's okay. And we've got stuff going in the background that we pause to say, Jesus, this moment is for you. That when you're in your quiet time with God, that is not just rush, but God, I'm, this is about Jesus. They were so used to being around Jesus that they started taking for granted his presence. Now, they were tired. We're all tired. I'm not saying that they were acting crazy or they didn't want to be close to Jesus. I'm not saying that at all. But I wonder if they would have fallen asleep, if they would have known. Or really listen to the fact that Jesus said it's about to go down at any moment. See, there's certain moments where we're in the presence of God. And Jesus might say, will you stay just a few more minutes in your worship time with me? Would you plug yourself into the house of God in this season of your life? Will you will you serve in this area? Because I promise you, I'll meet you there. Would you be faithful in your giving? Because I'll meet you there. Would you be faithful in sharing me with somebody else? Would you be would you be vulnerable enough to share your testimony with someone? I know you might be embarrassed about it, but would you share? Because I'm in that moment. How often have we forgotten the extreme price that Jesus paid? Jesus is not just an uncommon, he's not, he's, he's not a common man. And how often have we taken his presence for granted? Would you, would you just stay with me? My, my heart feels broken. Even unto death, Jesus said. I wonder if we were to talk to the 
the guys after the fact if they would have uh, said, I wish we wouldn't have fallen asleep. Because the last time we looked up, they were putting them in handcuffs. Let's keep reading. <clears throat> and we're, we're getting ready to wrap up. Now's a good time to grab your, your elements if you haven't already done so. Verse 51. And suddenly, one of those who were with Jesus stretched out his hand, drew his sword, struck the servant of the high priest, and cut off his ear. But Jesus said to him, Put your sword away, for all who take the sword will perish by the sword. Or do you think that I could not pray to the Father right now, and he will provide me with more than 12 legions of angels? Jesus is like, I just, I just want you to know that if I wanted to change this, I could. If I wanted to show my full authority and power in this moment, I could. But I came to save you in this moment, not me. Verse, verse 54, how then could scriptures be fulfilled that it must happen? In that hour, Jesus said to the multitudes, have you come out as against a robber with swords and clubs to take me? I sat daily with you, teaching in the temple, and you didn't seize me. He's like, you saw me as a common guy. You, you, you didn't think I, I was worthy of what this moment is. He says, but all of this was done that scripture, that the scriptures of the prophets might be fulfilled. Then watch this. Then all the disciples forsook him and fled. In that moment, when it was commitment with Jesus, no matter what, with himself, they forgot the commitment that they had made. Jesus, we ain't going to never leave you no matter what. Everybody else might, but I won't. They forgot that they had committed to be with Jesus, no matter what. Can I say this real fast? Write this down. God is not motivated to love you and I based on our love for him, but because he loved you and I. He's motivated by his own love. He loved you and I so much. He chose an extreme price for salvation for you and I. This is not an ordinary man. So he can't be looked at in an ordinary way. Jesus knew that there would be some distance. He knew that they would, that they would flee, that they, that they would forget about him in that moment. He knew it. But that's the reason why he said, hey, uh, when you think about me, I need a sacrament to remind you of my love. See, you and I must never forget the commitment that we make to follow Jesus. To the end. Jesus said, there's going to be some tough times in your relationship with me. But please, in the tough times, don't forget about me. 
when you feel the pressure because you hang out with me to be a Christ follower and everything around you is changing and you are afraid to mention my name because you might not be in the in crowd or it might risk you not being politically correct or uh, I just want you to know that I'm committed to you, but I want you to be committed to me. Today, I just wanted to pause to make sure that as a church, as God continues to put his hand on City Place to fulfill the vision that God has called our church, for God to keep his hand on you, we, we can't forget about Jesus. And so Paul says, listen, Let me remind you that Jesus has and always will be the primary focus. Right where you are, with your heads bowed and your eyes closed, Paul says, listen, when you come into this moment, I'm giving to you right now what I received from the Lord. He changed me just like he changed you. And so when you come together to worship Jesus, he is your only focus. And he says, and he's given us the tools to make sure we never forget. Paul goes on in that chapter to say, now listen, when you take the Lord's Supper, make sure your heart is clean. If it isn't, get it right. Make sure that you're focusing on the fact that this is not food. This is the remembrance that Jesus paid an extreme price so that I could have salvation. That this is not a common man and that we have access to his presence. and We will not take it for granted. Paul says, now before you take it, make sure your heart is right. So with a heavy, heavy head bowed and every eye closed, I want to give us just a couple of moments. We're going to take this together. But before we do that, I want to make sure that our heart is right. I want to pray for those of you who don't have a relationship with Jesus yet, and I want to pray for those of us who've forgotten about Jesus as being the priority of our life. Every head's bowed, every eye's closed, right where you are. I'm just going to say a simple prayer. You say, Damon, I need to get right with Jesus. You have available to you the eternal gift of salvation. Romans chapter 5, verse 7 said, For scarcely for a righteous man will one die. Yet perhaps for a good man, someone would even dare to die. But God demonstrates his love, his own love toward us. And that while we are still sinners, Christ died for us. While you and I still is like, Jesus, I don't know about you. Or Jesus, you know what? I love you so much, but we misstep. We don't live up to God's standards. Sin creates a separation from God. Jesus goes, I died for you. So you don't have to live in sin. You don't have to live in sin. I read that verse earlier. No, no, no. I died for you so you can walk in a relationship with God. Every head bowed, every eye closed. You say, Damon, I need to meet Jesus today. Or Damon, I, I'm giving him my life all over again. Or I need him to become the priority. I just want you to say this prayer. Say, dear Jesus, on this Sunday, I give you my life. I acknowledge that you died for me. And it was an extreme price. I acknowledge that you are not an ordinary common man. You are the Lord. You are the Savior. You are the way. You are the resurrection and you are the life. You are the truth. And I want you to know that on this day, I accept you freely as my personal Lord and Savior.
I repent of my sins and I give you my life. In Jesus' name, amen. Come on, city place. Can you make some noise for Jesus right where you are? Come on, make some noise for Jesus right where you are. And right now, we're going to get ready to have just a sacred moment. I want you to grab the bread. And I want you to grab your juice. And we're just going to pause. Now, because we're, we're doing it online, we're online together. Uh, when we're done in this moment, I want you to just stay in an atmosphere of worship. To pause to remember what God has done. So grab the bread. And here's what we're going to do. We're going to do it scripturally. Pause to sit. Now listen, you take the bread in 1 Corinthians chapter 11. He's literally repeating what Jesus said. And when you take it, you give thanks and remember it because this is my body that was broken for you. So Father, according to your word that Jesus talked about and then repeating it again in 1 Corinthians chapter 11. In this moment, we take this bread and we pause to eat this bread which symbolizes your body, which was broken for us, Lord Jesus. Thank you for dying on the cross. Thank you for being born. Father, we thank you that you are the Lord. You are the Savior. You are life. You are the way. You are truth. And so in this moment, we remember by taking your supper, in Jesus' name, you may partake of the bread. Thank you, Jesus. Paul goes on to say, in the same manner, Jesus took the cup after the supper. And he said this, this is the cup of the new covenant in my blood. As you do this, often in remembrance of me, you do it and you proclaim my death until I come. The blood of Jesus, the Bible says literally, forgives and washes us clean. It was his blood. So right now, we're going to take just as a remembrance, the juice that you hold in your hand. We're taking it, saying, Jesus, we acknowledge that your blood was shed for us. See, in biblical days before Jesus came, a lamb would be slayed and the blood that flowed would represent the forgiveness of sin. So a, the firstborn lamb would be the sacrifice. But then Jesus says, hey, you don't, have to, you don't have to kill a lamb. I am your sacrifice. And my blood redeems the whole world. So we pause. Go ahead and grab the cup. Let's do this in remembrance of Jesus. right where you are let's just pray Lord Jesus we just thank you for your blood that was shed for us we don't take it for granted Jesus we honor your sacrifice the extreme price that you paid so that we could have life we don't take it for granted we acknowledge who you are we acknowledge your lordship and we thank you that while we were still sinners you died for us. 
We're grateful for this moment. We're grateful for those that said yes to you earlier. And we give you the glory and the honor as we remember you. In Jesus' name, amen. Come on, City Place. Let's not forget about Jesus. For those of you who said yes to Jesus and you chose to follow Jesus earlier, I want you to do me a favor. Let us know the decision that you made. Celebrate. We want to celebrate with you. We've got a gift that we'd love to send you. And then we'd love to celebrate a next step, which is baptism. And you can find all of that information on that virtual connect card at cityplacechurch.com. We never take these moments lightly because we never want to forget what Jesus done. And I can honestly tell you the decisions that you made today to follow Jesus is just the first step. You are in relationship with him. You are going to see him in heaven. But now the discipleship part grows in our life, which means the work to become a fully devoted follower of Jesus. This is where he begins to work in us to know more about him, to fall in love at a deeper level with him. And we would love to be a part of that journey. And so we invite you back again for that three-week journey and invite you to be a part of a city group as well. Amen. So, hey, last thing we're going to do is we're going to worship the Lord with our giving. We are always grateful when we get to come together and partner together. Uh, just yesterday, uh, City Place was out serving in the community, uh, handing out meals, and uh, it's so cool to see what God is doing. Uh, we've been working to try to establish some partnerships with some local uh, supermarkets and things like that. And so shout out to uh, everyone that's a part of our City Place Serve group um, who went and served yesterday. Our heart is to be the hands and feet of Jesus. And so we do that through our time, through our talent, and through our kingdom finances. And so uh, thank you for those that partner. And if, you, if you're like, well, I don't know about trusting the Lord, here's what I tell everybody. Ask the Holy Spirit what he would have you do. And then you just obey. And then together, we make a kingdom impact. And so there's ways to give on online. So let me just pray. And then I know you're going to have a great weekend, Jesus. Father, we love you. Thank you that we get to worship you through our kingdom finances. God, you're doing uh, such amazing things through uh, the life of City Place. And uh, we give you glory for that. Thank you for allowing the church here to be able to function and mobilize, but also impact our city, our nation, and the world. Thank you for who you are. And Jesus, we promise that we will not forget. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Have a great week, City Place. Thanks so much for joining us. Stay connected by subscribing to the City Place Church podcast following us on Instagram, checking us out on Facebook, or by visiting our website, www.cityplacechurch.com.